Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to the first edition of the 2024 Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank Private Bank's Chief Investment Office. I'm Sarah Stabler from Deutsche Bank Communications. And in our first podcast of the year, I'm speaking with our Global Chief Investment Officer, Christian Nolting. Happy New Year, Christian. Welcome to 2024. Yeah, Happy New Year, Sarah, to you as well. Thank uh, and you. And of course, to our listeners. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I hope you had a good break over the holidays, and I can't wait to hear your predictions for, for the year. Um, before we get started, a reminder for our uh, listeners that we're recording this on Friday, January the 5th for the week ahead, beginning 8th of January. Now, Christian, what's in store for markets? I mean, we, we have seen gold has been up, oil is up, equities and bonds are both favourable. Uh, do you think we're in for a Goldilocks year? I think maybe we need to look back one more time to 2023, especially the last quarter was a very positive one for most of the asset classes. That, I think, was clearly a Goldilocks scenario where markets were going for substantial amount of rate cuts this year. Uh, and every seems, uh, everything seems really positive. I think the first week of 2024 was more uh, what I would call a reality check. So we've seen equity slightly down, yields up again. And I think that's what we need to look out for in 2024. And I welcome a more, say, realistic world, to be very honest. Mm -hmm. That means, as uh, all of you know, um, that we don't forecast as many rate cuts uh, by the central banks as the market at this point in time. Mm -hmm. But still, rate cuts seem to be positive or should be positive for both bonds and equities. But I don't think it's a one-way street and we should not expect Q4 2023 to repeat four times in 24. Mm -hmm. So I think the correction we are seeing is a, I would say, quite healthy correction. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's, as I said, a reality check. So I think would be a good year for 2024, but don't expect a repetition of Q4 2023 four times, really. Maybe that's the title for our podcast, 2024 Reality Check. Yeah, why uh, not? <laughs> uh, 2024 is also tipped to be the biggest election year in, in history with 4 billion people going to the polls in more than 70 countries. What is your expectations for politics this year? Yeah, I think it's quite interesting. And we looked into this, right? So we said, okay, there are some elections. So we started counting, counting, and even more and more and more came up. And then we found out, wow, that's probably the biggest election year. Mm -hmm. I think politics would play a major role in markets this year because of this. Mm -hmm. And especially because you probably get some positive or negative surprises for markets to be seen. But uh, what we do see in some countries, not in all, of course, but in some countries, there's a major shift in the political landscape. Some countries in Europe, uh, but even globally, you see that trends are changing. More parties are in the election in some countries. And, and that's new. And that's why you would probably see surprises, which could also cause volatility in the market. Again, could be positive or negative. But that's why we, we thought 2024 is very important to look at elections and, and politics. So starting this month with Taiwan elections, for example, then, of course, you have uh, India coming up, you have the European Union elections uh, in June this year, and of course, uh, then towards the end of November, you have US elections. So that will be also for us major topics to be 
watching and of course to thinking of strategies how to play this in the markets mm. uh, so it could be a little bit of volatility around all of that um we also saw this week uh shipping routes disrupted in the red sea uh how real is the risk of growing middle east conflict and its impact on global trade and, and the real economy uh, and how can yeah. investors really deal with these risks yeah so i think Middle East is is not a new risk, right? So it came up uh, already last year and the years before, actually. So that's clearly to be watched. If you look at the Red Sea, yeah, shipping routes are impacted. Mm. However, what we see is that uh, ships then need to go uh, all the way to circumvent Africa, which takes much longer. Mm. But that's the, in a way, positive news. It's a time delay. It's not uh, supply disruption completely. Mm. So you okay. can circumvent that. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, um, it's not only the Red Sea, so the Suez Canal, which has that issue. Mm. There's also another massive canal which saves time, which is the Panama Canal. Mm. And there's low water, so there's drought. And this, I think they're at the lowest levels in history. So that's also an issue. And you mm. see that freight rates have been really substantially moving higher. Mm. That's in a way inflationary. Again, it's not a complete disruption. Mm. But uh, that's something you need to take into account. I think, again, to come back to the Middle East, that's a major topic for this year as well. Uh, I think especially what we need to see, if you ask for investors, if we would see disruptions if there would be any, say, closure of the Strait of Hormuz, because that would be really a supply disruption. Mm. So that could change, and then oil prices would be much higher. Mm -hmm. um, so clearly to be watched. And what we always like is for portfolios with equities you can think of a hedge in place which should be generally there and maybe they can think then of a larger quota to equities plus hedge but of course it depends all on the risk profile of the individual clients but i think in this environment what what's very important is you can hedge something but you need to have your strategic asset location correct and then i think you need to see if there's a disruption or not but happy to report on this and give our view throughout the year Thank you. Thank you. I know you will. Uh, th there's some big themes um, already laid out. Are there anything else that springs to mind that investors should be thinking about this year as we as we get into the new year? Yeah, I think what's very important for my side are two things. So first of all, if you again look at 2023, also the outlook was quite a risky one. And I had some investors saying we rather don't want to be invested, we want to wait. And look how eventually the year was a very positive one. Mm. So thinking of 2024, there are many risks, of course. But what we what we say is you need to look for growth. Mm. Where do you see growth in sectors, in countries? I think that's something which is very important in 2024. And there mm. are opportunities. Mm. And just to say, stay away, I think, is, is not the right strategy. So look at your risk profile. Look at growth opportunities. And if there are corrections in the market, we rather think that's an opportunity because the overall environment is not as bad. And I mentioned rate cuts probably to come for this year. So that's very important for the investment strategy, I think. Excellent. Thank you very much, Christian. I think that's an excellent summation of uh, what might be ahead. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And I wish everyone a very happy new year. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia-Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. 
Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2024 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.